Hello and welcome to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. I'm your host Peter and I am a certified intuitive eating pro skills facilitator, a qualified trauma-informed practitioner and a wellbeing coach. And I help people just like you to heal their relationship with food, their body and themselves. In this week's episode, We are speaking about embracing basics and returning to basics. And often I think we can forget that we can always return to basics when life gets too much. So we're going to be creating our own basics toolbox in this episode of the podcast and one that you can literally open a cupboard and it will be there. There will be actual things in there, but also a list of things on the inside of the cupboard door that help us too. So you're definitely going to need a pen and paper if you like to do this as we work through today's podcast episode. And as you know, I really like to make sure that I'm delivering as much value as I can in these podcast episodes and that you kind of at the end of it, you go away thinking, right, I can implement that or I can make that change or I can just tweak things a little bit to be a little bit gentler, a little bit kinder to myself. And we need to return to basics sometimes because when we get overwhelmed, everything just gets too much. We don't have the motivation or inspiration to make ourselves feel better and all we feel that we can do is just put one foot in front of the other and keep going. And if we stop, we feel like it could all come crashing down on us. So, if you're going to be taking part in this Embracing Basics podcast workshop, I would like you to make sure that you are comfortable. If you're able to close your eyes, do so and take a moment just to breathe, settle in and forget about the rest of the day. Have a think about a time when things weren't going so well. The last time that you felt really overwhelmed and putting one foot in front of the other felt really difficult. Grab your pen and paper and note down how that felt. So take some time here, take a few deep breaths, find that grounded part of you and tap into your intuition and listen to what you've got to say about it. So pause the podcast now whilst you do that, just noting down how you felt during that time when you were really overwhelmed and putting one foot in front of the other felt really difficult. So now that you've done that, I'd like you to think about what helped you to keep going. What absolute basics helped you to get up in the morning? It may have been your pets, having to feed a pet or walk them. It might have been children. It may have been another family member. It may have been having to go to work. It might have been the pull of a hot shower or trying out a new cleaning product. It might have been food, making breakfast might have been the need for fresh air. Just have a think about what helped you to keep going. What absolute basics helped you to get up in the morning? Pause the podcast now whilst you do that. So looking back, 
as hindsight is a wonderful thing, what other basic things do you think you could have benefited from? So it may be something as simple as fresh air and being outdoors. So being outdoors has been proven to improve our mood, reduce feelings of stress or anger, help us to take time out and to feel more relaxed, improve our physical health, improve our confidence and self-esteem, help us to feel more active, help to make new connections and to provide peer support as well. So it's certainly one to add to the list of basics that would benefit you. But take a moment now to pause the podcast and just consider the different things that in hindsight could have been really beneficial to you at that time when you were struggling to put one foot in front of the other. Keeping these things to real basics. So as you know, I eat intuitively and I coach others to eat intuitively too and to understand their eating habits and behaviours and their food stories and beliefs. And it's absolutely 100% impossible to eat intuitively when we get overwhelmed and life gets too much. We lack the willpower to make ourselves think of what we want because willpower isn't endless. And something that hugely depletes willpower is choices. So even choosing what you're going to wear in the morning will deplete willpower. So I'd like you to now take a moment, because you're working through this workshop, I would guess that you're in a space where you feel able to consider these things. Make a list of foods, so meals and snacks, that make you feel good. So it might be a food that makes you feel really comforted, safe and soothed. So for me, that's tomato soup or beans on toast. Um, a food that makes you feel energised and ready to take on the world. For me, that would be a smoothie. A food that refuels you. So I love like a big Buddha bowl um, full of different kind of salads and beans and these kinds of things. That really refuels me. So take a moment now to just write a list of the foods that, returning to basics, are going to comfort you, are going to make you feel energised or are going to refuel you. From the list that you have made, are there any things that you can buy in your next food shop and keep handy for times when you struggle to make a decision, when you're feeling overwhelmed and like life is too much? So it might be like, okay, yeah, I can get a tin of soup in the next food shop, pop that in the cupboard and I know that's there. Or I could make a batch of energy balls, pop them in the freezer, I know they're there for the next time that I need to feel a little bit energised and more refuelled. Quite often, we will put off eating when we're getting overwhelmed, when we've got a lot on. And we'll come up with excuses when it comes to eating when we're hungry. So it might be, oh, I just need to finish this. A little bit like if you need to go to the toilet. I just need to finish this, then I'll go. Or I just need to, if I can finish this piece of work and that project, then I'll make some lunch. But eating is a basic need, just like going to the toilet is. And we need to make sure that we are respecting and honouring those basic needs as well. And even just 
in me kind of sharing that and you considering it, you're going to be more aware of it. So just try to, wherever you can, keep that awareness and kind of go, I need to make sure that I'm not putting off my basic needs. That if I am thirsty or I'm hungry or I need to go to the toilet or I'm really tired, that I respect that and I honour it and I take care of myself. Um, another thing that we often leave out when it comes to returning to those basics is our well-being, so both physical and mental well-being. Because we can feel like they're extras, that, but they are absolutely not extras. And they are very important basics. So physical well-being is things like showering, washing hair, brushing teeth, getting outside for some fresh air, moving your body in some way, even if that's just a five minute stretch of the legs or a stretch on a mat, getting dressed, fueling your body sufficiently. And then when it comes to mental well-being, we're talking time to think, time to get things done. So that might mean giving ourselves more time in the morning and evening than we usually would, and journaling or meditating or seeking help if required. So keeping this in mind, what things do you usually leave out that you really need? So grab your pen and paper again, just make a list of some of the things that you know yourself you tend to leave out when you really need them. So now taking a look at those lists, what things are your absolute musts from what you've written down and things that you already sometimes do? And just highlight them or underline them or put a ring around them. I think sometimes as well, we can often be guilty of neglecting the social element of life when we feel overwhelmed. But I promise you, if a friend felt overwhelmed, I would definitely want them to reach out to me so that I could help them. And I'm sure they feel the same about you. It's really, really good to be able to help someone when they need it. So on your paper, just make a list of people that you can chat to, that you could have a long conversation with, or you could just ask to pick up some milk for you or pop around and lend a hand with something. And if you feel called to, write their phone numbers next to that too, just in case you find yourself without their number. And then finally, before we make our action plan, I would like you to think about the activities that always lift your spirits. So what hobbies do you enjoy? Maybe you can think of things that you did years ago that you haven't tried since then. You may have stopped doing them due to time or financial constraints, but living with a restriction or deficit of such things only causes us to rely on other things to fill the void. And it might be taking photos or chatting to others online. It might be painting or watching a particular YouTuber, maybe watching a series you love or baking or cooking. What lights that spark in your tummy? Take a moment now just to have a little think about a few things. It doesn't have to be loads of activities, just one or two activities that sparks that spark <laughs> in your tummy. So now it's time to create your action plan. So looking at everything that you've written down, I would just like you to pick out the important things for you. This needs to be an actionable action plan that isn't overwhelming 
So you need to really bear in mind high expectations. If you're in quite a motivated space right now, bring those expectations down a peg or two. What will you be able to manage in terms of embracing basics that you could do in a 10 minute space of time? And just write those things onto your action plan. Once you've done that, I'd like you to have a think about where you would like to keep your action plan. Maybe it's the inside of your wardrobe, maybe it's a cupboard, your bedside table, inside your journal or in your notes app on your phone. You can have a few versions dotted around if you feel um, called to. And if you wanted to, you could create your own toolbox, so a physical toolbox of things. So it may include a notebook and pen. It might include a tin of soup. It may include a face mask. Things that are going to prompt you to take better care of yourself and to return to your basics. It might include a reminder of a playlist that you've put together that always makes you feel motivated. I know often I hear from clients that they just wish they could do it, that they just wish they could do this every day and not need to remind themselves and not need to put these things in place so that they are reminded to take care of themselves. But the thing is, we're only human and we need to set reminders. We need to be gentle and kind with ourselves and give ourselves a bit of a break sometimes because it isn't easy living full on, at times overwhelming lives. So if you take anything away from this podcast today, I would like it to be that you going forwards will try to be as gentle and as kind as you can be towards yourself. Knowing that sometimes you will fall, but it's not about the falling. It's how you get back up that matters. It's how you support yourself in doing that. If you'd like further support in taking care of yourself, Elevate, the life-changing course in self-kindness and self-care is available to take whenever you would like to as an online self-paced course. So that means that you work through it at your own pace at the time that suits you. It's divided into 12 topics which aim to support you in being kinder and taking better care of yourself and better understanding who you are and respecting and honouring that. To find out more, head to nourishingsoulfully.com forward slash elevate. And if you'd like to review this podcast, I would so appreciate it. It will help others find the podcast and by the sounds of it, by looking at the analytics on my website, it seems there's quite a lot of you listening now, which is so exciting and something I try not to think about too much when I'm recording episodes, because goodness me, if I had to sit and talk to you all in a huge auditorium or stadium, I think I would become incredibly overwhelmed. But just know that I am so grateful for you listening and for you taking time to be kind to yourself and taking care of yourself because that's why I do this. Until next time, be gentle, be kind and remember you're doing the best you can, always. Sending lots of love your way.